Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today we've got a great revenge story against a mom who kicked their own kid out. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, lawn care company purposely ruined my neighbor's yard over payment dispute. Title makes the situation look more serious than it is. The situation in question happened to my neighbor. All of the facts were either conveyed by the affected neighbor, another mutual neighbor who uses the same lawn care company, or witnessed by myself. Background, my neighbor is frugal, bordering being a definition cheapskate, and has been beefing with his previous lawn care company. Said neighbor has been disputing the amount he owes them, somewhere between $200 to $400 over the services rendered. He has owed this amount for six months, which was when said company last performed any services. The T, the owner of the lawn care company got fed up. So a week ago, one of his employees sprayed weed killer in my neighbor's lawn to spell out, pay your bills. My neighbor is ticked. You can read the message from the street and wants to file a police report. I think his ego is damaged more than anything else. If he didn't have a known history of being stingy, I'd feel for him. But because of this, I think the situation is quite hilarious. The bottom line is the same here with anything like this. Pay your web developers, run from the debt collectors as long as you can, and certainly pay your lawn care company. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy awesome stories of revenge, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Jerk Classmate Can't Cheat Off Me Anymore. For some context, I'm currently in trade school studying electrical, and we have our evenings split up between electrical theory classes and shop. That day, there was someone parked right outside the door to the electrical shop at the school that just decided to be really obnoxious by constantly revving their car in the parking lot for our entire break period. I was grabbing my toolbox from my car for class, and as I was at the classroom door, directly behind his car, he decided to rev his engine and blow black smoke all over me. Of course, I just flipped him off and went into the shop. When some of my other classmates came in, they were also ticked about the guy parked in front of the door to the shop. I would like to add that this guy was parked so close to the door that I couldn't open it all the way. One of my other classmates and I found out who it was, and it happened to be the one guy in my class who likes to take my used pieces of pipe for his own projects, particularly the harder to make pieces. While I was taking down a project bed starting a new one, I took all of the difficult to make pieces and made sure to break them directly in front of him so that they were completely unusable. For once, he would be forced to make his own pieces for his project. I think just about anybody in a situation like this would feel exactly the same if you found out that somebody that you'd been doing something nice for for a while is actually a huge jerk. It almost becomes a fun game to go out of your way to not help them anymore. Our next story is, neighbor likes to play musical cars. I bought a condo earlier this year in a subdivided historic home in my city. The home has six units, each unit with minimum one car, street parking only. Our neighbors are the absolute worst. I'm guessing mid to late 60s, married, male and female. The wife never leaves the home. For months, I thought they had four vehicles. SUV, truck, mini and work van. They are one of the few homes on the street with a driveway, which comfortably fits his work van plus truck. 
They also could fit three of the four vehicles in front of their house on the street if they wanted. Despite that, they parked their Mini in the driveway, truck in front of my house, work van across the street, and SUV in front of theirs. And they never deviate. Someone moved out of one of the units in my home, and they wouldn't even move for the moving van, nor when I was doing renovations and moving lumber in and out, or when landscaping crews come in. Since it's a city, we have mandatory no parking one day a month in designated hours for street sweeping. This is when they move two cars into their driveway and how I know two cars comfortably fit. Well, first month I lived here, they moved their cars back too early during the no parking times and got tickets on the truck plus SUV. It made my day, but not enough. I've slowly been trying to figure out how to steal the spot back. You see, they like to play magical cars. When husband leaves with his truck, Wife comes out with him and, like clockwork, pulls the Mini out of the driveway into his spot in front of my home, leaving no cars in the driveway. And she parks six plus feet in so there's always room for the truck when he returns. Every day for months. My boyfriend moves in, gently asks if we can share. Husband says yes, of course. Next day, truck is parked elsewhere. We thought, wow, they're nice. And now see a beat up Jeep there. After a few weeks, it didn't move. One night late, we see this jerk cleaning the Jeep. It is his, so five cars, not four. Slowly, I start freaking with them. I learn the city parking codes, report the Jeep as an abandoned vehicle and got it towed, mail them an anonymous package of horse crap with a note calling them as crappy as this package. Everything legal, but still scheming how to steal the spot back we are to share in front of my home. It's been 10 months, edited from 7 because I can't math, and no one has parked there but the truck or Mini to hold his spot. I watch them every day to find time to steal the spot back, but they always beat me to it. But today was the day. No parking for street sweeping. An hour before the ban ends, I say freak it. Walk across the street where I was parked and move my car. Like clockwork, I see the husband come out who was clearly watching me. As I open my car, I see him unlocking the Mini so he can beat me. I race to turn my car on and pull into the spot, beating the freaker to it. I'm in my car, shaking with excitement, and the jerk starts taking pictures of my car. I get out and ask why. Apparently I'm in violation of the code. He studied too, of having to park more than three feet from the driveway, his. I walk over, step with my feet, and count. Not good enough for him. I tell him to get a tape measure and he's like... Nah, I'll just report you like you did me three times. I did once, so this tells you how much the entire neighborhood hates them. I walk myself inside, grab a tape measure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
lay on the bare pavement, measure three feet, and mark it on the sidewalk. Ask him again if that's good enough and say, So much for sharing, huh? He says, This is all public parking, so good luck. You can't park here forever. Bet. I work from home, bench, and my boyfriend does too. You don't know, petty, you self-entitled boomer. Now it's your turn to watch musical cars in action from the pettiest millennials around. I would not put it past them to watch eagerly for the moment OP and their partner goes out there, just for them to hop in their own car and like cramp OP as they're trying to even pull out. Honestly, I thought OP was just going to have like a old-fashioned stakeout operation where they camp out and watch them right as they leave so they can just pull up with their running car and pop in last second. Our next story is Dryer Vengeance. Went on a cruise recently and they had free laundry services. Last day at sea, we decided to do laundry to not even have to worry about it after the trip. My fiancé loaded the washer and then changed to the dryer when needed. I went down to get everything out of the dryer and our clothes were on top of the dryer and someone else had placed their stuff in it. We sent a 45 minute timer which hadn't expired so someone deemed my clothes dry enough and took them out. Granted, they were so I gathered my clothes and left. But before doing so, I turned off the heat on the dryer. So when they came back 45 minutes later, they would find their clothes still wet. Don't touch my clothes. If this happened to me, I do think I would still be pretty livid even if my clothes were dry enough. I mean, it just feels so personal and like they invaded your privacy going in there and grabbing all your clothes and setting them off to the side. Our next story is Microsoft Excel Input Rage. This happened to my husband recently. He's an Excel nerd and nothing makes him immediately more angry at work than when someone sends him a 20,000 plus line spreadsheet with inconsistent data entries. Like if a column of what items cost contains some cells with commas, some words like slash year, etc. He kept asking this other team to please keep consistent formatting so his formulas stopped breaking. They didn't care, and after about two months of him going back in to manually fix the data inputs, He had enough. He processed a spreadsheet without any corrections and of course the data was all over the place and messed up, but he didn't say anything. Later on in the week they used that spreadsheet to give a presentation to the big bosses and one of them called them out on the missing data. When they asked my husband why, he sent them a bad spreadsheet. He replied, I kept warning you about the data formatting, but I can no longer do both your job and mine. I think this highlights the importance of not allowing yourself to fall into the trap of doing the little things for other people when other people should be expected to do those little things for themselves to begin with. I feel like it's a trait that I especially can find myself potentially falling into, where you just want everything perfect, you hate confrontation, so you just fix things here or there and then you just get into that habit and next thing you know, whoever or whatever expects you to do it when it never should have been your job to begin with. The thing that stinks is sometimes to make it stop, you have to jump off your swing at the highest point. It's fast, it's scary and things can go downhill quick. Our next story is Pettiness Observed. This happened many years ago but still makes me smile. This isn't my story as I was merely an observer, but it is a lesson that petty revenge can wait anywhere. I was parking my car to get groceries and observed a mother getting out of her vehicle with two sons. One was noticeably bigger and older than the other and was giving his younger brother crap and shoving him. If the mother said anything, I couldn't hear it. This was obviously a routine all three were used to. I parked a little ways from them and slowly strolled towards the store but noticed the younger brother lagged behind as his mom and brother entered. He went to a soda machine, bought two sodas, and proceeded to shake the ever-living heck out of one of the cans. 
Being a younger sibling myself, I knew I had to see what was coming and quickened my steps. Sure enough, I managed to just get into the produce area in time to see the big brother open the can and an absolute geyser of cola spray in a very impressive fountain. A lot of power went into that shaking, and as a result, the floor, humans, watermelons, squash, and other assorted produce were covered in a fine spray. The mother stood there aghast, speechless. Someone from the store rushed up and soon the mother was yelling at the elder sibling, and our revenger stood by with the air of absolute innocence. It is my headcanon that the older brother had a history of shaking drinks for fun, and that's why the younger one could get away with it. I watched for a minute, and then went about my shopping. 100% this is something you see, and you laugh, and you chuckle to yourself, and then no longer than, and probably no longer than a minute goes by before you go, thank god that's not my problem, and you speed walk in the other direction. Our next story is, I made her sweat for a year. I had this girlfriend years ago that was a liar, cheater, and alcoholic. She had a crappy job that didn't pay real well, but she thought was the best in the world. When we met, I didn't have the best job in the world. It paid well, but was spotty. Anyway, she would lend me money occasionally. I didn't really even have to ask, and I would lend her money when she was in a bind. We always paid one another back within a reasonable amount of time. It was a win-win for all involved. Then she cheated. Like a fool, I took her back and things went on as before. I was happy and so was she. Then I had an opportunity that I couldn't pass up. A job that put me in a great position with decent pay and the chance to travel. I traveled my butt off, still do, love my job 100% of the time, 80% of the time. To get to the skinny of the story, I paid for her to come see me at the exotic location I was assigned to, and we had not a great couple of days. At the end of the trip, which I'd taken a week off for, she asked if I could spot her some money, a hundred bucks, which I gladly gave her. She said she would give it right back. No skin off my back, I trusted her. I trusted her too much. I found out she had moved in some other guy to her house that was a complete lunatic, her son told me. Just to nip this in the bud, she had three weeks vacation at the time and didn't lose a penny from coming to see me. Needless to say, she didn't pay me right back. It was the first time that I actually had to ask her to repay me. After a couple of weeks, I call to see when I'm getting my money. She balks for a couple months and finally sends me a check. I'm a petty idiot, texted for that whole time. I get the check. She was always, I mean always, checking her bank account. She could say at any time what she had in the bank. I never cashed the check. I tore it up the day I got it. Flash forward a year or so, we randomly see one another at the local watering hole, she's still with Lunatic. I'm hanging out with friends that I haven't physically seen in forever, and I don't even glance in her direction the entire time, until she comes over to me. She asks how I'm doing, and my friend group somehow disappear. We talk for maybe a minute and a half while her new boy is staring daggers. She finally asks if I cash that check, and it all came back to me. I started laughing and said no, I never cashed or intended to cash that check. She looked at me as though I had lost my mind. She was saying that it was driving her nuts all this time and was always worried about it. She asked why I never cashed it, and I said, I know that it would make you insane that it never went through. She looked at me like I had lost my dang mind. She said that it drove her crazy. 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Breezy not seeing that check go through. I said her boyfriend wanted her back and to get the heck away from me. Best hunty I ever spent. Not gonna lie, personally, I would prefer the $100, but I'm probably not in the same financial position as OP is, or was, or is. To be fair, if you're traveling a lot for your job, especially to places you would call exotic, you probably do get paid a nice bit of change. Our next story is, you want to scream during dinner? Sarah McLaughlin will kill your buzz. My girlfriend and I usually visit Buffalo Wild Wings. They offer good deals and occasionally have cheap drinks. Tonight was no exception. When we arrived, everything seemed normal. It was pretty quiet as there was no football game, but the bar top was full, and there were a couple of tables occupied. However, there was a group of nine people at a table. They started playing a lot of Mexican music on the jukebox, BMI, which isn't unusual around here and is usually enjoyable even though we don't know the lyrics. But then, one guy at their table started screaming, gritos. If you're not familiar, it's the high-pitched scream that accompanies this type of music. Not a big deal. However, considering the dead atmosphere with only around 10 other people in the bar area trying to eat, it started getting louder and more frequent. People around them were visibly annoyed. The jukebox kept playing these songs. I let it go on for 15 minutes before I intervened. I spent money to fast play all their cued music until we left. The songs included Tainted Love, Arms of an Angel, Hurt, Barbie Girl, and even Mongolian throat singing. At one point, someone from their table shouted, Who's playing this? I'm usually patient, but it was very obnoxious and disruptive. A seven-minute session of Arms of an Angel calmed the mood. Just read the room next time. Nothing like eating at Buffalo Wild Wings and trying to enjoy your chicken wings while you hear a seven-minute loop of a song that just makes you think about wounded innocent animals. Our next story is, my mom kicked me out, have fun throwing out your pillow. So my 18-year-old female, mother, 50-something female, kicked me out today because I wouldn't let her financially take advantage of me. She told me to get out and take nothing with me, then she left. I'm really fortunate that one of my friends lives in the same building as me so we were able to take everything I owned in about 3 hours. I've been seeing this coming for a while so most of my things were already packed away. Now a little context for my friend. She, bless her heart, has the worst body odor I've ever smelled. It's bad. Like never completely come out of fabric bad. And for the past 3 hours we've been running up and down 2 flights of stairs carrying heavy boxes. So as we sit on the couch, resting and taking the place in before we never return, I allow myself one petty thought. I grab my mother's pillow and I hand it to my friend. She understands the assignment. The pillow goes under her armpits, her back, her chest, anywhere it can soak up three hours worth of sweat. That pillow sees heck. We put the pillow back in its place and leave. Now, I don't know if she actually meant for me to leave or not, But when she gets home and sees my room empty, I hope she regrets chasing away the last person who cared for her. And when she gets in bed and lays her head down on her pillow, I hope she cries. 
edit. I'm not sure why it won't let me post the update separately, so I'll just put it here. Hi, so this was my first time posting on Reddit and I'm surprised at how much attention this got. Thank you so much for your kind words and advice. Reading the comments have kept my mind off of things and a few gave me a good laugh. So thank you, really. I was really shaken when I made the first post and I left out a lot of details because I just wanted to share a funny moment. But I've been getting a lot of questions and I can't sleep so I wanted to answer a few of them. The most asked one is, of course, what do you mean by taking advantage of you financially? First of all, no, she didn't ask me to pay rent. I would kill to just pay rent and know my living situation will be secure. I'm not sure where to start that would give enough context, but I'll start by saying that my mother is a narcissist. She is a miserable woman that everyone who has ever known her has hated. She is a leech that has only ever known how to take from others. She's been addicted to gambling since before I was born, and she certainly hasn't stopped now. Anyways, I'll get into the main story. Please keep in mind that my knowledge is very limited. Most of it came from her, and she is the least honest person I know. I don't understand much of this to begin with. So, about a year or two ago, my great-grandmother passed away and left her house to my mother. The house is in a gated community slash trailer park with a horrible board, HOA, something like that. I'm not sure exactly what it is. My mother explained it to me as a club and to live there, you need to qualify to join it. To qualify, you need to own a trailer, a truck to pull it, and go on a few camping trips with them. My great-grandparents promised that we wouldn't have to do anything, but the club demands that we go through the process to qualify to live there. Our living situation isn't awful, but it's stressful to maintain. My mother found some guy to drain of his money and they've been fighting over rent every month. I'm not told much, but I saw a paper that said we owe a lot. I truly don't know why we didn't move down to the house to live basically rent-free. She said it was so I could finish high school with my friends, but I don't believe her. She didn't want to move there, but she didn't want to sell it either. She claimed that it was both because of sentimentality and because she knew she would gamble all the money away the moment it hit her bank account. I know my great-grandmother's death was hard on her and her grief made her spend more nights at the casino. I would almost feel sorry for her if she didn't make her 16-year-old daughter comfort her at her grandmother's deathbed. So, once she burned away any money she inherited, she pawned off the trailer and I assume the truck too, but I never heard much of it. She pawned anything valuable she could find. She would often ask me for money to keep from losing them forever. She'd often just ask me for my money for any reason. Once she realized that she couldn't just win back enough money to get the trailer back, she started begging me for the money. Not me, me. Begging me to ask my dad for money. They've been separated since I was about 11 and haven't spoken a word to each other since. The night before my 18th birthday, she told me that I needed to get money from him or she would lose the trailer and then we would lose the house. I already felt bad enough receiving any money from him, but asking him for thousands of dollars? For my mother? He would literally never give her anything. And apparently it would just be all my fault that we lost the house. I barely made it 20 minutes before breaking down and leaving school early the next morning, walking two hours uphill home. That was about eight months ago. It's just been a constant stress with her demanding things of me that I just can't do every month or so. Recently, she finally decided to sell the house because she couldn't qualify to live there. She found someone to sell it to, even if it's for a lot less than what it's worth. Five days ago, I'm just sitting at my desk when she comes into my room and just tells me that she gave my number to her agent and that he's going to call me. She doesn't elaborate until I ask, why? 
and she just tells me that she's going to put the house in my name and that I'm going to sell it. I am 18. I barely understand half of the things she's told me about what's going on with the house. I really don't care whatever advantage I might get from it. It's too much stress and I have no idea what I would be doing. No one is going to tell me what the consequences of this could be. I won't even understand half of what I'd find online if I tried to look it up. I don't even know what to ask. This is an absurd thing to ask of anyone so inexperienced. Why is she doing this, you ask? She said that because of the taxes she owes, if the money went into her account, it would be used to pay them all off, and she wouldn't get to keep most of the money. You see, I don't really understand it completely, but I've been told that this is tax evasion. My own mother wants to use me for tax evasion. Whatever her reasons and intentions, I don't trust her. I may be missing out on a lot of money, but my loss is none of her business. The consequences of her actions are finally catching up to her, and she's upset that I won't sacrifice myself for her. I've got my whole life ahead of me, and I don't want to start it off any worse than I already am. Anyways, I know that if I have that money, she will never stop asking for it. She'll just do what she already does, but on a larger scale. Ask to borrow money? Never pay it back? Or pay half of it months later than she said she will? Then beg forgiveness while asking for more? She will do it for the rest of my life if she can. So I immediately called my dad and we made a plan to talk to the agent together once he gets back to my state from his vacation. Horrible timing, I know. But things happened way too fast. Today I was still in bed when my mom comes into my room and again just tells me that she's going to put the house in my name and have me sell it. Then she tells me that there's fees, $1,200-ish, for doing this stuff and she needs me to get the money from my dad. I haven't even put on my glasses yet, much less think about what I'm going to pay. So I just tell her what I always tell her, that he won't give her anything, and she just freaking loses it. I don't say anything else, what I'm realizing now was a trauma response, and it just makes her even angrier. She screams at me that I'm stupid in a bench over and over until she just tells me to get out and go live with my dad. So yeah, I wish she just asked me for rent. Sorry if taking advantage of me financially wasn't the right way to put it. I'm just not sure what else to call it. Second most asked question is, are you okay? I will be. My dad is going to pick me up for my friend's apartment tomorrow. He's going to help me get my life together and make sure I'm successful. It feels weird for once to be thought of without anyone else gaining anything from it. My parents separated when I was about 11 or 12. We tried to make split custody work, but my mom wouldn't stop trying to turn me against him. She made me tell him I didn't want to see him anymore, and I never saw him again until I was 15 or 16. I've been steadily spending more time with him since then. I've also been talking to a therapist for about a year. I'm not alone in this. Has your friend tried X? Your friend might have Y. She, 18-year-old female, I forgot in the first post, oops, said she just had bad genetics and that a lot of her family has the same problem. Her hygiene is fine and most of the time I don't smell anything. It's just that when I texted her for help, she was also in bed and didn't have a chance to shower or put on any deodorant. With the constant labor and stares for such a long time, it was literally the worst case scenario. Did you get all of your important documents? Sadly, no. My mother is a mess and so are her things. I wouldn't know where to find anything nor what they even look like. It's just something I'm going to have to deal with later. For easier credit. Ha ha, yeah, uh... I don't have a credit card. I didn't have my own bank account until about three months ago when I got my first job. 
So much has been going on that I never got around to it. I don't have any kind of shared account with my mother, as there would literally be no point. She would just gamble anything I'd put in there. Before, I had a shared one with my dad that he would put money in every once in a while. I'm very fortunate that he's been doing well. Another edit. God, thank you for the advice. I'll admit I didn't really know what this was. I'm going to do this, don't worry. How do you not know how old your mother is? Because her birthday is on Christmas and I haven't spent a Christmas with her in about three years. We don't celebrate holidays and I wouldn't want to even if she wanted to. I literally forgot and it's not exactly something you talk about every day. I barely saw her. What with her door dashing to make money all day so she could waste it that night at a casino and all that. What was her reaction to the pillow? Sorry, I'm just as disappointed as you are. I never got a reaction text. Then, the question I assume I'll get. OP, you're 18 and you just got your first job? What's wrong with you? You're lazy. Yeah, uh, I have depression and what I thought was anxiety but has recently been diagnosed as CPTSD. A gift from my mother. I haven't been doing okay for as long as I can remember. I barely graduated high school. I definitely wasn't fit to work. I don't even have a driver's license because no one ever taught me how to drive. I was raised to be dependent on my mother. I wasn't even taught to think for myself. I'm just now starting to undo all the damage she's done. Her kicking me out will be the kindest thing she's ever done for me. I'll answer more questions in the comments. And again, thank you to those that gave me the benefit of the doubt, no matter how cryptic my first post was. Sorry for bad grammar or inconsistencies. It's almost 6am and it's been a long day. Another edit. I'll try to remember to update in the future. A lot of you have been suggesting that I might actually own the house. My dad suspects the same thing. I'll update once I have an answer to that. Well, if OP ever went through with getting the house actually transferred into their name, then yeah, they do own that house. Now, that might become something that gets real nasty real quick if OP tries to assert their ownership and might have to involve lawyers and red tape. But I mean, you want to get some real revenge? Take that house that has your name on it. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely awesome revenge story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.